Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, Steelers Nation? Thanks for joining us today. You're watching Steelers Crazy, a sick podcast production. Make sure you guys follow us on all social media platforms. You'll see those scrolling on your bottom line as the show continues. We're getting you ready for Steelers Jets today. Really happy to bring on a Jets insider in just a few minutes. I'm Mike Nicastro. That's Jordan York. Follow him at Jordan York Music. I'm at Mike Up Sports One. JY, how are you, man? I know you got a child on the way. It's yeah. getting really close. How are you feeling about that? Are you more nervous about that or this game against the Jets? Well, don't tell my wife this, but I'm a little bit more nervous about this Jets game now. <laughs> I like how you said that quietly. It's like she can't hear you upstairs. Hopefully your door's, <laughs> your door's closed. <laughs> yeah, we're ready to go. But no, it's a good day. Going to uh, go do some virtual golf after this in Wexford and hit the gym nice. and uh you know, just get ready. It, uh, that, that it was nice because we had that little break, you know, uh, to, to recover, uh, our minds and our hearts as well as Steeler fans. So, uh, yeah, man, let's get to it. Let's get to it is right. Sammy, go ahead and roll it. Turn up your volume because you're about to listen to the sick podcast. Steelers crazy. The sickest Pittsburgh Steelers podcast. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. And our guest today is not Fireman Ed, but I want to get this right. He talks game and he has multiple names. He is a New York Jets digital reporter. You can hear him on the score 1260. Follow him on Twitter at BoyGreen25. It is none other than Paul Andrew Esden Jr., Paul, what's going on, man? Hey, what's popping, everybody? Man, what a production. That intro is uh, spicy. Very juicy. I like that. Oh, that's nice. Shout out to Sammy. Way way to go. uh, That's some beautiful stuff. Thanks for having me, fellas. Absolutely. Cool beard, by the way. That's one of the best beards. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 on the beard. You guys got me good. Right right out of the barber shop. Clean, clean, crispy. You knew you you were coming on the Steelers Crazy Podcast. That's what I told them. I said, hey, I'm going on a podcast, man. You got to clean me up They didn't even make you pay, I bet. They didn't. didn't. Even, they said, "Hey, just give us a shout out on the show." And boom, I yeah. just did that. So they're I've been welcome. Dropping, You're welcome. I've been dropping yeah. Sammy's name, and it, it just, you know, it's great. So thank you, Sammy. I'm, I'm glad it's got that icon. So beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like it. We've already used the word spicy and crispy in the first two minutes, mm. so it's all downhill from here. <laughs> uh, to our to our viewers, once again, no, Paul. Thanks for joining us, man. All right, let's get into 
obviously a big game this weekend for both teams. Both the Steelers and Jets lost to AFC North teams uh, last week. Steelers, of course, losing to the Browns on Thursday night. Jets pummeled a bit there by the Bengals uh, at home. How is Jets country feeling uh, after the L there, Paul? You know, uh, it's history here because the Jets are playing the entire AFC North. They're about to finish it up uh, in Pittsburgh. That's the first time in history that they've ever opened up against the AFC North like that. So uh, quite a challenge, obviously, uh, to start the season, regardless of what seems to be happening with uh, some of the other teams. There's a lot of talented teams here. Lamar Jackson's a near MVP. Uh, Joe Burrow and the Bengals were just in the Super Bowl. And the Browns, I think, have a Super Bowl roster, even if Jacoby Brissett may not be the Super Bowl guy. And then obviously now we're heading to uh, Pittsburgh, which – what Akersher Stadium is that the one? Yeah. Is that still hostile territory, Hinesfield? I, I don't know all that jazz, but uh, yeah. So uh, Jets Nation actually at one and two with I would say both sides are probably saying this. Steers look at the Jets going winnable game here. Obviously it's the Jets and Jets are going well, Mitch Trubisky maybe winnable game here. Not not as daunting as it normally is as a a trip to Pittsburgh. So you know Jet fans are on the edge of their seat, but I think a lot of the excitement is the return of Zach Wilson. Uh, medically cleared earlier this week. And I think Jet fans have seen enough of uh, Joe Flacco. So sorry, Steeler fans. We're all craving that Joe Flacco juicy reunion, but that's not going to happen. Tell you what, both teams could easily be 0-3 as well. I'm sure you're quite familiar, obviously, with the comeback you guys had against those Brownies. Absolutely incredible. Some Flacco elite magic. And then the Steelers' first game in Cincinnati, uh, of course, uh, without 13 turnovers caused. They don't win that game. So... Mm. You set me up for a really natural transition here. <laughs> I tweeted something this week, and before we get into a little more Zach Wilson items, that got a pretty significant reaction. Uh, some good, some bad. So I tweeted the Steelers had a had more of a chance to lose against Joe Flacco this Sunday than against a potentially rusty Zach Wilson. It does not sound like you agree with that sentiment. You know, I guess it would have mattered after what game that you tweeted that. And I know you tweeted it when you tweeted it, but to Jets fans and kind of the pulse of the team, right? You know, coming off the Browns gamers, four touchdowns, elite Joe Flacco, Super Bowl MVP, right? You said it after that, they'd be like, well, obviously, you see Joe Flacco slinging it around out here, but obviously, and, uh, you know, coming off this Bengals game where he was atrocious, I mean, it was... It was classic latter stages of his career at Ravens where he was just throwing bad interceptions. He, he obviously, at no point during his life, has he ever had the mobility beyond a parked car. So, you know, <laughs> when the offensive line starts to crumble, like Joe, Joe Flacco, he's just got nowhere to go. He's a gosh darn fossil back there. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, and that was evident in the Bengals game with some of the offensive line issues at tackle uh, that the Jets had on the left side. The, the difference is, of course, is Zach Wilson coming back. And while there has to be a sense of rust, I tweeted out the clip of Mike Tomlin who said, it's a mystery for us, but also for them. Zach Wilson hasn't played yet this year. So, you know, you can take that for whatever you will, whether it's a pro or a con. The good thing about Zach Wilson, despite there's going to be some natural level of rust, the only game he played in was in the preseason opener. I don't even know if you can really count that. So you have to go all the way back to 2021, the end of that season in which he played. The only great thing is the mobility 
and running away from all those Steelers defenders because that's going to have to be uh, paramount, quite frankly, with uh, the Jets placing their uh, starting left tackle, George Fan on IR. He's out for the next four games, obviously including this one against Pittsburgh. But no, I I think people are excited to see what Zach Wilson can bring to the table. But your your take isn't crazy. I get it. Veteran guy, you know what he is. Zach Wilson is a complete unknown. The ceiling could be high, but the floor could be incredibly low as well. Tell you what, one thing Zach Wilson – wasn't running away from. I might go all TMZ on you here, Paul. Yeah. Were uh, the Cougars, we think, and listen, this is not Jordan and I just stating this over here uh, on the sick podcast, Steelers Crazy. It's an actual Steeler as well. You know, I think Zach Wilson has a lot of uh, a lot of talent, you know, a second year guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he likes to get after the Cougars, it seems like, in his in his free time. And uh <laughs> <laughs> and, literally uh, he's a byu cougar uh, mm. yeah yeah i i, I think it warmly may have uh, hit the nail on the head there that uh, there has <laughs> been some extracurricular activity some of the uh dabbling quite frankly i haven't done in a while in terms of uh, some of our podcasts or shows interviews articles you know had not dipped into those waters and never thought i would be uh in another mother's instagram zach wilson's mom <laughs> I, I had a clip tweeted out from her Instagram story from a while back after the story breaks, right? It's kind of, whoa, all right, Zach Wilson messing around with moms. Zach Wilson's mom was, apparently she's a Zumba class teacher or something. And she went like, look at all these hot moms. Zach Wilson, come check out the merch, basically. And I was like, good Lord, have mercy. So, I mean, it's just, it's all over the place. It's taken on a life of itself. But I think Zach handled it the best way possible because uh, they planned this team trip to Idaho in the middle of nowhere. So he like said, oh, I had bad cell service. Did I miss anything? Like he tweeted that out and everyone got a good laugh out of it. So he handled it pretty well. But yes, uh, Zach Wilson earned a lot of street cred uh, from NFL people. Probably not the intention, I'm sure, of the accusation initially from that ex-girlfriend. But uh, that's how it works, baby. Yeah, I don't necessarily think that's going to be on every bulletin board uh, in the Jets uh, meeting <laughs> this week. Jordan, you're a big Zumba guy, aren't you? Uh, I mean, I, I I wouldn't say a Zumba guy. I I uh, yeah, not a Zumba guy. Maybe maybe, maybe yoga. Don't dabble there. Um, yeah, maybe yoga. Maybe yoga. <laughs> yeah, hey. I just stretch in the morning and pray and wake up and hope for a Steeler victory. That's about that's about the extent of my life. So that does not happen often this season, then I'm guessing. No, it's it's been I rough. Th- it's been rough thus far. You know, the I'm stretching sure or the victories? Both. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Both are a little tight then, Steelers and your hamstring. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I said, I was doubtful uh, on the last podcast, and I couldn't make it because of the wisdom teeth, and now now I have a hamstring problem, so hopefully I'll get it worked out so I can stand up and go crazy on the Steelers crazy podcast. You're like mm. 60% right now. All right, I got one more for you, and I'm going to turn it over to Jordan. Sure. Now that we're still on this Zach Wilson topic, you, you kind of alluded to it earlier that there's still some questions surrounding him, of course. One full season uh, in a system with obviously not the greatest weapons around him. Uh, if that were the case, you don't draft Brees Hall, you don't draft Garrett Wilson. Give me a scale of 1 to 10 as we currently sit. This is a number two overall pick last season. 1 to 10 confidence ranking in Zach Wilson becoming a star quarterback in this league right now. That is a great question. I'd be about a 
seven and a half, and maybe that's going to be higher or lower than I'm not sure what people, you know, outside perspective is on it. Because for Zach Wilson's rookie season, it was a tale of really two halves. He had the first half of the season pre-PCL injury, had a PCL injury in that New England Patriots game. Um, the second New England Patriots game where, where it gave him some issues. He gets hurt. He's out for four weeks, kind of randomly in the middle of the year. And pre-injury, before he got hurt, he, had, he just had an affinity for turnovers. He was trying to do too much, trying to go crazy. And uh, that got him into a lot of trouble. Uh, the most notice, noticeable one, of course, is that New England game where he threw like four picks. And it was just it was just bad. Bill Belichick was putting him in a blender. And then he had the injury where he was forced to set out. We saw Flacco. Josh Johnson, Mike White, Hall of Fame game, of course. Yeah, we, we we got all the flavors of the rainbow. And then when he came back from injury, Zach Wilson really reined it in. He uh, he he. It was him, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow, and like you know interception list streaks for a, a series of games to end the year. I know Joe Burrow ended it uh, before the playoffs, but you know it was Aaron Rodgers, Zach Wilson. That's a great stat. And then he had a couple of really pop games. Uh, the Jets should have could have would have beaten uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in MetLife Stadium. Uh, Zach Wilson played incredibly well in that contest. A lot of people said, okay, there it is. And then obviously the Jets weren't in the playoffs, so they ran out of time at the end of the regular season. But there's a lot of hope and optimism heading into the offseason that maybe he could do something. And then, as you mentioned, the Jets hit the upgrade button. Garrett Wilson, number 10 overall pick in the draft. That's the highest drafted receiver by the Jets since Keyshawn Johnson was the number one pick in wow. 1996. So, that, that was like to take a receiver that high was like, whoa, okay, look at the Jets. Brees Hall, that was the highest drafted running back by the Jets in 31 years. So they just did things that they've never done before in terms of hitting those upgrades. And then there was all kinds of other things. Free agency dollars, Lincoln Tomlinson was $40 million. So you sprinkle that in. Uh, obviously, you still had Elijah Moore, Corey Davis. And then they invested $45 million at the tight end position. You guys are familiar with one of those players, CJ Uzama and then Tyler Conklin from Minnesota. So they just hit the upgrade button at every significant level of the team, protection, playmakers. And with that, Zach Wilson's arrow seemingly heading in the right direction, all the weapons. He was expected to take a massive leap this year. Obviously, that was halted by the injury in the preseason. And thankfully, it wasn't season-ending. A lot of people feared that on social media with the potential torn ACL. Now he's back. The knee's 100%. Salah Sala and Zach Wilson confirmed that this week. Uh, leading into it. So there is a sense of optimism that he can be really good, but obviously he hasn't played football in a long time. So I think people are kind of in the middle on expectations. What do they expect from this guy? Despite the talent that's on offense, can he immediately just step in and make things happen? That probably seems unrealistic. So they're probably going to lean on the run game and play action game to try to work him back uh, into uh, kind of the, the, the flow of the offense. Yeah, so kind of on that note, I just wanted to switch things over. So what would you say that the Jets, to you personally, is their biggest weakness thus far? Hmm. Well, uh, you could go left tackle if you want to go there because it's just been a it's just been a crazy musical chairs. Makai Becton, who uh, was lost to the season last year in week one, we're like, okay, Makai Becton's back. You got George Fant. Oh, wait, Makai Becton's leg explodes. Okay, he's out. They signed Dwayne Brown. So they moved George Fant from left tackle to right tackle. Dwayne Brown, you're the left tackle. 
week of the season opener heading into the week one Baltimore game. He blows out his shoulder IR out of nowhere. Oh, my God. All right, George yeah. Fenton, you're back from right tackle to left tackle. Rookie fourth-round picks, uh, Max Mitchell. Not sure if you guys were watching a Louisiana Ragin' Cajun Max Mitchell date over the offseason, but this guy was supposed to be a developmental tackle. Hopefully, we'll see him in a couple years. Actually, see him week one. And actually, he's performed very well. But you could really talk about left tackle, who the Steelers defenders, I have to imagine, are looking their chops as they check notes. Connor McDermott will be protecting the blind side of one Zach Wilson. That's a major um, weakness point for certain. And then if you want to go to the defensive side of the ball, the Jets have prided themselves for years on having a great defensive line. And and then heading into this year, ooh, Carl Lawson, $45 million. John Franklin Myers, $55 million. Quinton Williams, number three overall pick. And, and Jermaine Johnson was another first-round pick. The Jets were just uh, just had a million first-round picks. And they used that. So the defense is supposed to be really good, five sacks through three games. And then – in a game that was supposed to be the quote-unquote get-right game against the Bengals, the Bengals were on pace to allow 111 sacks on that poor Joe Burrow fella. And guess what? So, oh, Jets defense, oh, get-right game, get wrong, because hell no, they couldn't do diddly crap, man. They only had two sacks in that contest, and uh, it was just a get-right game for uh, Joe Burrow and the Bengals. So while they head into what Jet fans are saying, the pulse of the fans are like, ooh, the Steelers' offensive line's a little questionable. Maybe the Jets' defensive line could go crazy. Well, they didn't go crazy in the last opportunity, so pass rush is an issue, and uh, that would be another weakness as well. Yeah, Gordon, let me check the boxes here. We now got Crispy, Spicy, and Raging Cajun on the show. Oh, my God. God. Hottest podcast. This is like a KFC commercial. (laughs) Yeah, yeah I, I hope you guys are getting your royalty check for this, uh, some sponsorship opportunity. Yeah, KFC, if you're listening. Popeyes. Yeah. We got some Popeyes vibes. Yeah, right KFC, now. looking yeah. good. Yeah, there you go. I got to throw one more, though, in the weakness category. And by the way, major troll job. I don't know if you guys would know because, you know, you're, you're probably not intimately familiar with the Jet safeties. But I, you know, what I like to do on top of listening to all our own press conferences for my gig, you know, Jets, players, mm-hmm. everything. I'm like, let me... Let me dip into the Mike Tomlin presser. Let's see what this guy's got to say. And man, uh, you guys, these Tomlin pressers are interesting. I mean, you guys get them every week. So I, I yeah. maybe it's just all the same to you. But he goes in this monologue about the last game. And he's like, oh, let's break down the Jets roster. He starts going position by position, giving us quick hitting points like it's a podcast of his own. Apparently, you guys got some yeah. competition with uh, Mike Tomlin. And he gets to the safeties. He's like, whew. That safety duo of Jordan Whitehead and LaMarcus Joyner. Wow, they're they're fantastic, man. Great tacklers. Jordan Whitehead, well, a pick guy. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, we have all these. Uh, Darrell Revis. We've got uh, like yeah. a million Revis pick guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's why so I have said I really have guys. no animosity towards the Jets. Like, if you're not playing the Steelers, I'm like, hey, I hope I hope that you guys do well. So if, if nice. what, what that counts for, just know what we're thinking about you. Well, I'll, um, I'll tell you this. The feeling is not mutual. I hate the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, the yeah. AFC championship game from I remember day, that, 11 yeah. years ago. hate that one. The, yeah. the kick. I'm not even going to talk about the misfield. Uh, forget right. about we that. We won't but, bring it up. We'll, was that we'll, Nick Folk? Yeah. Uh, no, no, not Nick Folk. Uh, no, I'm talking about old O'Brien. Uh, you know, wow. you remember all those days. Uh, terrible. So there's just, again, there's just a long history of nonsense but yeah it was a yeah. troll job by old mike tom uh, talking up the jet safeties to me i'm like oh wow so steers are going after the jet safeties yeah, this week that's good to hear he nice definitely definitely plays the mind games but i think in yeah. pittsburgh the world's we're so immune to the way that he conducts his it's right like nothing, I assume. nothing yeah. it's like it's honestly like he's just reading it from a script like he just you know he's been mm-hmm. he, 
He's Mike Tomlin. The standard is the standard. So we'll switch mm-hmm. gears. So looking sure. at like key matchups in this game, is there a couple that really stand out to you that you're looking most forward to watch? Well, I don't know if I would categorize it as most looking forward to watch Pat Fryermuth versus the Jets linebackers yeah. or safeties that come up. I, I, I got to utilize him more, man. They, the Steelers have to utilize or not. him more. That's fine as well. Or, or just keep <laughs> utilizing him. The way you are is perfectly spectacular. Um, but uh, yeah, that's what I fear, to be honest with you. Again, I, I mentioned the safeties have struggled tackling. I, I think they're among the league leaders, both of them, both starters, yeah. in missed tackles. And you saw that last week against the Bengals. Jordan White had tried to come screaming down for a Sports Center top 10 Madden highlight. And then whoop, Tyler Boyd's like, bounce off me, yeah. 56 yards to the house. So, like, that's I, I'm fearful of. And then in coverage, they haven't been great either. So, that could be a matchup if the Steelers decide to feed Fryermuth, which, again, I am perfectly okay if they choose not to. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that's one. Uh, we'll let them know. We'll, we'll we'll tell them that you said. Please do. No, no targets, not, no no passes. And Tom will be like, yeah, cool. Okay, we weren't planning on it anyway. That, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, Matt Canada over there. Uh, and the other one we mentioned it earlier, Connor McDermott versus Highsmith. I think Highsmith's a freak, and uh, yeah. I am just worried. NFL sack uh, leader. A hundred percent. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. TJ Watt, who? Uh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So you got, at you got, this point, it does it even matter. A hundred percent. Right. Kidding. So even, yeah, right. Even though he's out. So the jets are going to do everything in their holy power to kind of, I don't know if they're, you know, Highsmith is, you know, a sack later, which uh, again, tip of the yeah. cap. I'm not sure they're going to give him the same treatment that they gave miles Garrett in Cleveland on every single play. They give him a tight end chip running back chip and then whatever normal protection uh, from the offensive line and miles Garrett admitted it after the game. Like Jesus, like I, yeah. I was, I was tired, man. I, they, they just kept throwing the entire kitchen sink at me. So their plan worked. I'm not sure. No offense to Highsmith. I don't know if they're going to give him that same level of respect. Maybe after he's, you know, put McDermott on his ass uh, yeah. horizontal, maybe then they're like, Oh, you know what? Maybe we should make an adjustment, but that one uh, is fearful. So I imagine uh, they're going to move the pocket a lot. That's what Mike Fleur is going to do. The jets offensive coordinator and try to just find ways to get away from him identify pre-snap where he is on every play and go, okay, we're going to roll out this way. We're going to do this and try to build your game plan around it. Uh, so that's another weakness that I'm fearful of. And, and guys, you guys got to hook me up here. And uh, it, uh, it gave me a little boost. Like Mike Tomlin, it, you never want injuries at all. Of course, on either side, I say that in any interview I do on both sides, hopefully yeah. we all stay healthy and play a good game. Like, Definitely. but when Mike Tomlin went, Oh yeah, make a Fitzpatrick concussion protocol. I'm like, you know what? Play it safe. Well, just want to give him a week off. Enjoy. Lower. Yeah. I went make a Fitzpatrick. That yeah. dude is an absolute game wrecker. I, man, I, I, I want no part. I, I want to know where he is yeah. on every snap. Hopefully, you know, his car breaks down. He's not able to make it to the stadium because I think they'll call uh, him an Uber if his car breaks down. Yeah, there you go. By the way, what's up with that? I heard that earlier in the week. Concussion protocol. Is he in? Is he out? What's his I latest think- on uh, Ominka? I think when you're one and two and Mitch Trubisky is your starting quarterback, playing it safe generally is not the best option. Um, (laughs) I think he's still fairly questionable, trending towards playing. Uh, So sorry. Game time decision. Ah. Yeah, I figured he was going to play. He's a, he's a, again, concussions are hard to, they're nonlinear injuries. So it's hard to kind of project that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, he's dynamic. That's another one that I fear just in general, not him against anyone, him against everyone is, Mm -hmm. uh, is a great fear. Yeah. It'd been nice if he suffered a back injury like to a, (laughs) yeah, right. Come on, man. Come on. Like, how in the hell are they getting away with this? I know the NFLPA is doing an investigation, but like, Oh, my back. Yeah. Like, and then they're like holding him up like a, like a ragdoll puppet. I'm like, geez, a loo. I know, you know what they tonight. say. 
with a back injury. You pop right up. You pop right up when you have a terrible back injury. You walk off the field. You you shake it out a little bit. That's that's just what you do with a back injury, Jordan. Yeah. What bass yeah. salts there in the locker room or something that got him? And he, and he came out in the second half. I went, "What the hell?" I'm yeah, like, "He's just, alive!" I thought he was done. He just so. cracked his back, like he went to the chiropractor, and they said, "Go sure. back out there." They took him in. They there didn't even go. take him to the locker room. They just put him in the little blue hut and said, "We're gonna do what we do and yeah. we're back Jeez. out there." So I have two more questions to end on. In sure. the same question, but just once for the Jets and once for the Steelers. So mm-hmm. finish this sentence for me: The Jets will win if. They score more points in Pittsburgh. Thank you very much. Thank you. you. Sound, I appreciate you. That's okay. spicy. That's Rest spicy. in peace to my grandfather. That's always what he used to say. I kid spicy. you not. Take. God bless. What a great guy. What yeah, a great freaking lit. guy. I love that. Yeah. All right. So finish this sentence. <laughs> the Steelers <laughs> will win <laughs> if. Yeah. I'll answer your, your other one for real, though. But, yeah, I mean, that is it. Yeah. Score more points. That's a hashtag yeah. analysis. Yeah. That, that's why you guys bring me on. Um, I, I mean, to be honest with you. It's quite simply, it's forcing Mitch Trubisky to beat you. I mean, I'm going to be, I've described this on my podcast a lot, and uh, I'm sure this will be insulting to all your Mitch Trubisky truthers in the audience. But, you know, to me, when I look at the Steelers offense, I see a sexy Ferrari. I'm like, wow, look at the weapons, you know, Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, George Pickens. You guys aren't even using him, but look at him doing one-handed catches all over the place. Pat Fryermuth. I'm like, geez, look at this sexy car. It's got all the works. And I'm like, all right, let me take a quick peek uh, under the hood, flip it. And I'm like, what the hell? There's nothing in here. What, yeah. what is this? And that's it's, Mitch it's Trubisky. He's supposed to, yeah, right. He's supposed to be the engine of this thing. But again, the engine's not existent. Mitch Trubisky stinks. So I'm like, man, you got all these weapons. I think that if you, again, this is my take heading into the game. If you get after Mitch Trubisky and start throwing some pressure at him and then just force him to try to beat you by getting the ball to all those weapons, I think that's where the Jets, if if they're going to win this football game on the road and hostile territory again, I think for both teams it's must win. That's probably crazy to say in week four, but for the it Jets is. schedule, they got Dolphins at home who are 3-0, and and we'll see what happens tonight, obviously. Back-to-back road games in Denver, in Green Bay, yikes, and then two home, uh, home divisional games against the Buffalo Bills. Oh, yeah, they're pretty good. In New England, we'll see with Mac Jones' situation. But, man, it's like, man, if you don't win this one, what the hell other one are you going to win? So it's must win for the Jets, and I, I was on a couple of Steelers podcasts earlier this week, and they kind of s- seemed to sell me a similar bill of goods looking the rest of the way. So both teams, a chance to get to 500. I mean, this is just absolutely paramount uh, for both sides. Paul, Andrew, Esden Jr., follow him at Boy Green 25 Listen to him on the score, 1260 up there in New York. He is in fuego, and you know what? You deserve to be paid more than C.J. Uzama and Tyler Conklin. Wow. That's that's for sure, brother. Thank you so much. Enjoy the game Thank this week, and let's stay in touch. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll just end on that last question. I'm sorry I didn't answer it for you, pal, is that the Steelers win, uh, quite frankly, if they can disrupt Zach Wilson. And eventually, Zach Wilson's going to have to throw the football. And if the Steelers can challenge him, get after him, we talked about the offensive line issues. Again, if they can get after him, make some noise. I think the Steelers can win this football game. The defense is really good, and I think they could easily come up with a plan where they don't have to use Mitch Trubisky, offensively speaking, to try to win the game, that they can win it in other ways. But I I think the key to the game, quite frankly, is Steelers defense, Jets offense. I I think that's the way, is getting after Zach Wilson and forcing turnovers, which, again, historically speaking, he's had in the past. Just to make sure I answer that So basically what you're saying is the Steelers are going to win. Uh, absolutely not. No, no uh, I, 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 I just wanted. I just wanted to confirm it for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Score prediction. Good point, Jordan. Okay. Uh, again, I, I know I'm going to get a lot of angry Steelers fans on the. Keep it real. We're, we're, we're always angry. Keep it real. Though. Yeah, yeah. I again to me, I think it's going to be. I to be honest, when I analyze the <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers, I see a team that refuses to lose in any other fashion than close games or win in any other fashion than close games. So yeah. it seems like we are destined for a one-score game. Somehow, it's on the line at the end. And to me, I think that the Jets cause more problems for Mitch Trubisky than the Steelers' defense causes for Zach Wilson. So if we're going to go a score, I'm going to go like 28-22 Jets. But man, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Hey, man, I think there's gonna be a little chutzpah here. I think there's gonna be a little you know energy, a little popping happening. Some big plays that people aren't expecting. Some defensive slugfest. What five four? No, what is this soccer? Hell no! Let's get some gosh darn points out there, man. KFC or Popeyes? All right. Oh, KFC, man. Come on, all day, every day. Let's go, boy. Solid mac and cheese. All right, I'll give you one more. I got, I got to. Paul Andrewson Jr. The score twelve sixty. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, Thank thanks, you. guys. Appreciate it. Good stuff, JY. A lot of fun. Always good yeah. to talk Steelers and J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Had a little bit of a longer show today, so we'll wrap it up. Appreciate all of you watching. Shout out Sam and Anello. Back in the studio, follow us at The Sick Podcast Steelers. And make sure you subscribe to The Sick Podcast over yes. there on YouTube. A lot of fun today with Paul. Thank you all for watching. Mm-hmm. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Steelers Crazy on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.